take that. I had gulp. to take a delicious drink of water before I started. <laughs> water. Uh, maybe I should get a beer. This feels wrong. It does feel wrong. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> Howdy! It's Saturday, May 12th, 2018, and this is episode 71 of Do For A Win, the Atlantic City and Casino Biz podcast. I'm Kyle Askin, joined, as always, by Craig Stone. What is good, Craig? Just happy to be back. It's been a month. A month yeah, since been, last episode. So, the way we did it is we had a couple in February, and then we had one in March, one in April, and this will be the first episode in May. Do you think we can do another May episode, Craig? Yeah, I'm. I think we're starting to get to where there's some consistency. <laughs> so I'm optimistic about two weeks from now. I think we yeah. can do it. I think we can get back on schedule. I, I think we can too. I know when I had my second, it it took a couple months, and you're just kind of passing like you're like ten weeks now. Yeah, eleven weeks. Right. So hopefully, if if things are continue along the same trajectory that that my son took, I think should be better now and maybe we'll start to podcast again a little bit that's what i'm hoping luckily so, 11 mm, weeks no news yeah, yeah nothing's happened actually in nothing City, no so announcements i um just want to thank you guys for listening and if you want to read now um so anyway <laughs> <laughs> oh but before we get started do you have anything to say about your your two favorite sports teams to follow right now kind of on different trajectories uh the Capitals, of course, have made the conference finals for the first time in quite a while, and the Orioles are absolutely horrific, though I will say they're on a bit of a winning streak now. Uh, yeah, I mean, the Orioles thing, I, I mean, I thought they were going to be bad. I didn't think they were going to be, like, historically bad, although I mean, the, I, the I, White Sox are now significantly worse than them after, <laughs> after this four-game winning streak. I, uh, I think that... Uh, they probably just got all of their losses out of the way in uh, April, which is smart. And now they'll probably win the rest of their games. I think so. So if you're in Vegas and you're looking for a surefire bet, just really long odds because the bookmakers in Vegas are foolish and believe that the Orioles will lose another game this season, bet on them to win the World Series. Uh, I mean, the Caps, like, people keep asking me, like, oh, how does it feel? Like, you finally beat the Penguins, you're finally in the third round. And it's like, I don't I don't even know how to feel. Like, it's so weird. I was 14 the last time that they were this far in the playoffs. And when it got to that Pittsburgh series, I was just like, well, this is the stage of inevitability that we have reached. So, you know, it would be cool if they won, but I have no expectations. <laughs> All right, well, I remember joking around with you on, on Gchat when they were down 0-2 in the first round series. And I'm like, how does it feel to have this happen every year? And because I said, I'm not really a big hockey fan, but I'm like, at least, you know, the local team is known for something. They've got a shtick. It's great. And you're like, yeah, I'm just coming around to that. Yeah, it's I mean, just how it's going to be. So there's a a shirt that, that you can buy uh, from the New York City Caps crew that says no cups because the caps have never won any cups, no cups, no fucks, which, you know, people like scoff at me. They're like, Oh, that's ridiculous. Like, obviously you care. You want a cup. It's like true. Of course I want a cup, but 
you know, if you take away people's ability to just be like, oh, you never want anything and just own it and like enjoy the fact that, you know, you're generally watching good hockey for most of the season and just they're like, hey, this is our identity. We picked this team. We're not out on the ice. Like, don't talk to me about, you know, the team's success. <laughs> Like, that's what I never get about, like, sports fans being like, oh, your team's a bunch of chokers. It's like, yep, you know I wasn't, like, out there skating, right? Like, I'm not on defense on the Capitals giving up goals. Like, I, I just hope that they win. Like, all I'm doing is sitting here hoping they win. <laughs> I don't know. Sports fandom is weird. Yeah. I mean, it would, it's effective against some people. You know, we have a mutual friend that I'm sure anytime his teams do badly it kills him inside so oh yeah i mean no, those insults I get, would be super effective no no, they're effective to me against me like i get all riled up and like red asked about it but yeah yeah just the thought process that goes into that welcome to the hockey podcast due for yep. a win capitals are due for a win podcast <laughs> all right do you actually want to talk about atlantic city a little bit yeah not really i mean <laughs> well we said there was no news so <laughs> So actually, there there is some news. Um, this will be the Hard Rock and Ocean podcast, I think, which is fine because it's certainly the two biggest pieces of news, uh, both in the last however many weeks since the last time we recorded was, and going into the next few months is how these properties are going to impact the market. And I guess the most pertinent piece of information is that that came out since the, our last podcast is that they're both opening on June 28th. Yeah, it's insane. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do we want to talk about them kind of one at a time or? Yeah, let's sort of run down some of the things we learned about each property. All right, knock it out. Uh, so the latest thing is that Hard Rock has been granted a casino license by the Casino Control Commission. That happened on May 9th. Uh, Seemed like pretty much a formality, you know, Hard Rock's a big company. Right. Uh, it didn't seem like they were really going through it with a fine tooth comb. <laughs> they weren't getting the Glenn's job treatment, I don't think. Yeah, no. Um, so that's that's a done deal. So they don't have to worry about that. Ocean does not have their uh, casino license yet. So something to keep an eye on for Ocean. They also held a big event that we mentioned in our last episode that it was upcoming. Now it's come and gone. Their big event announcing their opening date, which is June 28th, like we mentioned. They announced a bunch of entertainment, uh, but not their grand opening entertainment at that time. So they had announced, you know, at the the first music act at the Hard Rock uh, Hotel and Casino was going to be Third Eye Blind, <laughs> which seemed kind of odd. And then, you know, they announced a bunch of other, other stuff, Florida Georgia Line, Maroon 5, Blake Shelton, um, who all of those I think have played beach concerts in Atlantic City before. Uh they announced a ton of stuff in their smaller venue. Um, so, you know, they've got a lot of entertainment on the weekdays, on the weekday, weekends, um, you know, almost every night, it seems like, or certainly every other night they've got something. They also announced that there will be a Howie Mandel Comedy Club. Um, Are you excited, Craig? No. I mean, I like comedy clubs, but I like going to see stand-up, but... I, you know, Trop had a comedy club for a long time and I never went and then it closed. So I don't really, <laughs> doesn't, uh, excite me that much. I mean, it's, a, it's good to like, if it's, this is going to be the entertainment place, I think it's like, so is it the Howie Mandel comedy club because he will be heavily featured there? I don't know if he will or not. Um, 
in the in the press conference he was had a recorded message thing saying just about like hey yeah, i've got a comedy club named after me that's a big dream I, i'm assuming he will play there like very soon after it's opening i don't know if he's going to be there like every couple weeks i'd be kind of surprised uh and then they finally did announce their grand opening weekend entertainment and it is carrie underwood on friday the 29th and pitbull on saturday june 30th so there's your a-list entertainment if there's any question yeah. sounds that. sounds a-list to me i mean i have a very very limited range of modern musicians i have heard of and they are both in that <laughs> range so i assume yeah. that it seems like a good get for them yeah so that's that should be a big weekend um it'll be interesting to see if room rates elsewhere in town go up because a you've got two places opening and presumably getting people excited and b because you've got two now very big concerts at the edis arena at, at hard rock but uh, any thoughts on the entertainment lineup were you so psyched did you have any dates circled where you're like i need to get to hard rock <laughs> for this concert um well I, I don't think we should talk about it quite yet i do uh have some dates circled but they are unrelated to uh the concerts unfortunately uh, but it sounds it sounds good it sounds like hard rock is delivering on what they said they would deliver on which is kind of pretty big acts going throughout the summer even during the week so sounds like uh, they're very optimistic about atlantic city and optimistic about this new property they're opening it up yeah uh, so one cool thing they're doing that's important to mention is that they uh, are running a room rate tier match. It's what they're calling it. So uh, presumably uh, they will be doing an actual tier match where they will match your cards. But for now, uh, the deal is if you have an upgraded status at, I think, just about any of the other casinos in Atlantic City, um, if you're at the like lowest level, it's like you know platinum at Caesars and actually even gold at Caesars. <laughs> they'll give you 25% off their rates. Um, so that also includes Epic at, at resorts and Premier Resorts. So pretty much any card, um, including going back to Taj. So if you have, you know, Pearl or Sapphire, M Life, Platinum or Gold, Total Rewards, um, basically, if you've signed up for a player's card, they'll give you 25% off a room. So that's not, not a bad deal. <laughs> if, uh, I mean... I get a lot of, you know, going to the Caesars website. It's like 35% off right now. Spring I mean, I don't sale, know if it really means two anything. Two only, yeah, and then it's right. like the same sale. Two but anyway. Uh, but if you have the next level up where, you you know, you're talking about like Caesars Diamond, Borgata M-Life Gold, uh, Chairman at Golden Nuggets, Paramount at Resorts, uh, the old chairman at Taj Mahal, platinum or gold at Tropicana, all of those things will get you one free night, uh, which there are, you know, the, the restriction is just availability. So I, I know some people have called about specific Saturdays and they've had trouble getting them. Um, I'm sure the sort of uh, inventory for, for these specific comp rooms is limited, especially on Saturdays. I was able to call up and get a Friday in the summer, no problem. Um, which is a little spoiler for, for, for what we're going to talk about. But, uh, and then if you have the highest level, so, you know, Noir, the old Borgua, Borgata, mm-hmm. um, I guess it's M-Life, Platinum, Platinum yeah. Seven Stars at Caesars, Elite at Golden Nugget, Red Carpet at Resorts. 
um, black card at Tropicana, you can get two free nights and that includes weekends. So, uh, what do you think about this deal, Kyle? I think that it is incredibly smart and makes a ton of sense. Yeah. I mean, to me, we had talked about like, this is what Revel should have done. Right. Get the, get people in the building, fill the place with people who, you know, are gamblers. Uh, and they're doing that. Like they're basically, they're literally giving away rooms. Uh, so it's, it's pretty cool. I'm a fan. Well, so, so let's kind of, you kind of give us a segue and I see you have one more question you want to talk about, but we can talk about it after we talk about ocean. Sure. So, right. We both said that this is probably what Revel should have done when they opened and they didn't. And as we mentioned, kind of leading into this segment, ocean is also opening up on June 28th. So, what are they doing? Um, so they haven't announced any sort of tier match, status match. Um, they are taking reservations, but no word on this kind of deal. Which it's funny because I was I was worried for Ocean that if they couldn't open before Hard Rock, that Hard Rock would really you know steal steal their thunder and and make it hard for them to sort of get into people's mines as a as a new exciting property while hard rock is kind of squeezing them out and and getting a lot of press and having a bunch of events and and doing all that stuff this deal to me is a big part of that because now it it kind of feels like it forces ocean's hand right like they need to do something similar even if they do something similar they're not really going to get a lot of credit for it right i mean people take advantage because (laughs) right it's i mean i'll go for another free night yeah 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 well, I mean, I think they, they have to, though. I don't think there's any choice. And I think someone, maybe Ed in our Facebook group, said that he thinks that Ocean is going to end up doing something very similar to this. But yeah, at least tier, at least a card tier match. I don't know okay. if it'll be a, like the room rate thing, All right. but at least a card tier match. But, uh, uh, I mean, well, why, why don't you run down everything that Ocean's doing before I kind of give some thoughts, I guess. Sure. So they, they've kind of done it all through Facebook announcements. Um, June 28th opening date, uh, like we mentioned. They fixed the kerning in their logo. So if you yeah, hate it on the that logo, is definitely it, looks, true. it looks totally fine now. It um, doesn't make my brain explode anymore. <laughs> uh, a couple of the restaurants are returning. Um, American Cut Steakhouse, Amada. Uh, which was a, yeah, maybe it was a Jose Garces <laughs> restaurant. We'll talk about that a little more. Um, apparently Mark Wahlberg is going to have a major presence. There's going to be a Wahlburgers and then a bar called Entourage, which, um, I have zero interest in going to any bar that is even vaguely related to the show Entourage. Uh, although I say that, but I watched every episode of that show. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those things like you, I watched every episode and I think back and it's like, why did I watch every episode of that show? Uh, anyways. Top Golf. The big news is that there will be a Top Golf swing suite. Apparently, the biggest Top Golf swing suite in the country. Uh, if you're a Vegas aficionado, Top Golf, you'll be aware of Top Golf from there. I think is it MGM Grand where their location is. I I think that sounds right. Uh, probably wrong, but or Planet Hollywood maybe. I let it's me check. The, it's the MGM Grand. It is the MGM Grand. Okay. So. Top golf basically. Um, some of the top golfs have an outdoor portion, like a real driving range. I don't think this one will. It seems like it's just the indoor thing, simulated golf. I think they're hinting that there's going to be other sort of simulated sports options. I don't know what those would be, um, but 
it's it's a bar like it's a bar lounge place it's not you know you don't have to go there with the intent of you know getting into the range and teeing off um but it's it seems to me like it's definitely bar focused almost like a karaoke bar but instead of karaoke it's golf on a virtual course um which is pretty cool and seems like people really like the one in vegas this one will seemingly be very large which is good fills up some of the space in in ocean which was certainly a problem at revel that it had a lot of space they were just was completely unused and you'd just be wandering into this abyss and wondering what the hell they were doing with all that space but uh does top golf pique your interest are you a golf guy uh not really i mean i used to play quite a bit but i don't know if i ever actually really enjoyed it so and like the things i like about golf are kind of getting outside and so i i don't know for me it's not really something i'm interested in but so i'm i'm interested to try it once um when it first got announced i was like this is huge like this is fine this is their big draw like entertainment draw and there's you know i think there's a top golf already somewhere in Maryland, Virginia area, I'm not sure, but yeah, 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 they're yeah, they're a pretty big chain. Within a couple of weeks, they announced that there's going to be one like right next to Horseshoe in Baltimore. <laughs> uh, so you know, if, if this was going to be the draw that would get a bunch of people who normally go to Horseshoe to come up to uh, Ocean, now it's like, well, I can still just go to Horseshoe and then go to Top Golf, but mm-hmm. you know, that's probably not a very big number. Uh, it is good to have some more entertainment. Um, what other news? They are in the process or have mostly torn down the wall that was along the boardwalk, the like stone wall, uh, I guess trying to make it a more inviting entrance. They're just going to put stairs there instead of having that wall where you have to walk up a more yeah. narrow stairwell. We have to walk up kind of the stairwell and walk around the, yeah. the port share. Um, so there's, you know, we'll link to that. Is, that is better. And I think that will definitely be an improvement. Yeah. I mean, it'll just look more like it's right on the beach. Like uh, they want you to come. Yes. Yeah. Like it's actually someplace you should go. Uh, so there was also an article by Wayne Perry of the Associated Press um, talking about Bruce Dyfik, who is the um, new owner of Ocean. And apparently he's been living in the Tropicana for the last nine months. So, you know, we speculated or you speculated that they knew about this sale, you know, well before January 1st or whenever, like when it was announced. And, uh, living in the Tropicana for nine months. So we're going back to probably, uh, what July or August of 2017. Like, yeah, he knew that this was coming for a very long time. And it's really kind of amazing that, you know, this, we sort of had filings and stuff that connected the dots, but like the fact that this just wasn't a known thing is, is pretty interesting. Although, you know, I guess why would anybody know Bruce Dyfik walking around, you know, he's not a celebrity. Like, why right. would you see him at Trap and be like, you're buying the ocean. I know it. You're buying 10. Uh, it's my life goal now, though, is to to recognize some random casino executive. Random VP. <laughs> and call them out for their plans that they're clearly working on. Anyways, uh, so what else in that? Their HQ, pool club, and nightclub are turning... Uh, they're reconfiguring the casino floor. They're going to put in some better signs, which I think is, is good. And Divik said there's going to be something called Cereal Town, which is a restaurant that serves breakfast cereal from around the globe, uh, which, you know, 
probably kid focused, family focused. I said, I want to live there. Like I want to go to cereal town. I love cereal. sounds amazing. That <laughs> excites me more than top you, golf. You are a big cereal fan. Cereal's the best. Yeah. Just, I want to go and just eat nothing but cereal for like an entire day. <laughs> and then go get a toasted coconut donut at the end of the day. <laughs> From Bally's, only the Bally's. Correct. Uh, not the resorts one. It's not as good. So, you know, no entertainment announced so far at Ocean, but what do you think about what they've come out with at Ocean as far as what's been announced here? I'm concerned. Concerned? I, I am. I You don't think Serial Town totally puts them over the top? Uh, I just... I know that there's a lot of people that are optimistic, but I mean, Hard Rock's taking so much of the oxygen out of like the environment for these openings. Like, I, I mean, I think that most people are only really going to be interested in Hard Rock, and Ocean's going to be like an afterthought. That's that's my honest feeling, and I hope I'm wrong. But it's, I mean. Like the quantity of news that's coming out that I'm hearing about between Hard Rock and Ocean, it's like way disproportionately tilted towards Hard Rock. And like, you know, we're only 45 days out or something. So so you're more excited for Ocean. You said that. Do you stand by that? It's Every day is pushing me more and more towards towards Hard Rock. Like everything they're doing seems to be like, you know, the right moves yeah. and doing the right things to try to get people in the door and trying to build up hype the correct way and ocean you just don't hear a whole lot about you hear you know something like top golf like i i think that is a good idea for them i think it could succeed but it's not something that most people are going to be really excited about you know compared to something like carrie underwood or pitbull or or getting a free room you know yeah. Yeah, and, and we've seen a lot of excitement in our Facebook group, similar to, to what you said your excitement is, which is you love Revel, and you're excited to go explore that property again. Um, there was a lot of excitement about American Cut and Amada coming back, like some of the old restaurants coming back. But the problem is, like, you can't just get the people who liked Revel, right? Because Revel did horribly. It closed. It didn't have enough of those people. And so I actually i am a little concerned that there is so much stuff returning that was in the original one. Um, you know, Ivan Kane's Royal Jelly nightclub is coming back. They've announced. So mm-hmm. there, you know, a lot of the stuff is returning from the old revel, which like, it's good. Cause that stuff was well liked, but it wasn't right. it's, really it's good well. for the people that really loved the revel. But let's be frank. The revel was a complete failure in almost every way. Right. So, so my concern is not like Revel was not a failure because American Cut and Amada and, and HQ and Ivan and, you know, Royal Jelly and those things were, were failures. Revel was a failure, you know, because they didn't get people in the door to gamble, right? Right. So there was just a lack of attention. So my, but my concern about this isn't necessarily about like that these specific things don't generate excitement. It's that, it makes it harder for you to generate excitement around them, right? Like it's harder to now say like, come check out this new thing that has all the stuff that the old thing had that you didn't come, that you didn't bother to come see. Right. Well, it's not only that, it's just like, I suspect it's going to be a very nice property and it seems like they're 
not doing too many things wrong, but again, Rebel was a failure, and what are they doing to make it clear that this isn't going to be Rebel again? And right. Like, to me, I haven't seen that thing yet. Yeah, I mean, Top Golf was the first thing that I was really like, there is a, at least a little bit of a hook. Like, there's something that you can really say, come out to this. Yeah, I mean, it's something, and it's something people will check out, but do you think that's going to be like a huge driver of people there that weren't going to otherwise go there? No, but I mean, at the end of the day, I think the thing that is going to drive people there is just marketing how much of a true like ocean resort ocean is and that, you know, you should come out here and sit out by the fire pit and have a cocktail and like look out on the ocean, which is something that you can't do at a casino anywhere else. And Revel never successfully marketed that. So it's not that I think that they can't do it. Uh, It's just, we haven't seen it yet. And it's concerning that they haven't really done much marketing. Like there's been a little bit, apparently a little bit of like radio advertising. There's some billboards. A billboard out. Yeah. But I mean, I just haven't heard much. Like even their social media isn't, you know, they're not, as well oiled as hard rock is like hard rock just knocks it out of the park with this stuff. You know, they had a a ton of media at their announcements there, you know, they got a bunch of buzz even for their Facebook announcement of the, the entertainment. And, you know, when something gets announced with ocean, it seems like it's just like, Oh, Hey, did you see they posted this on their Facebook group a while ago? And, or, you know, a bunch of stuff got mentioned in this article by Wayne Perry. And it's like, that's not really, you know, that's, probably that like Wayne Perry picked up the phone and called this guy, <laughs> not like them going out of their way to push this stuff out. So that concerns me. Like, again, the marketing thing concerns me so much, but um, right. I mean, I mean they, and, and they're running out of time. Like they're, they I mean, it, to get it together. I, I think it's possible. Ocean could be a modest success, right? I mean, a big problem with the original revel of course was, the debt that they had on it and and the problems around that. And that's in the power plant and all that stuff. And that's all gone now. And Dyfik, I think that he has no debt going into this, right? Right. So it's just going to be, you know, someone coming in and trying to operate a casino at a profit basically without having to worry about all of the stuff that the rebel had to worry about. Right. And, and dumbing that down, it means that it gives you a lot of leeway, right? Like it means that if they come in, they don't have to be a smash hit right out, right out of the gate. Right. And and so, like I said, I, I think that being a modest success is, is possible. But, I mean, this is probably something to talk more about on a different episode because we have a lot of stuff to get through and I don't want this to be a two-hour episode. Um, Why not? Let's do it. But <laughs> does Atlantic City need another modest success for a casino? I mean, like, resorts is a modest success. Golden Nugget's a modest success, right? And if we have another modest success, like something that's not bringing people to the city, all you're doing is hurting the other casinos at that point. So, I, I again, I don't really want to get into that line of reasoning. I think that's something else we can do before, in another episode before Hard Rock and Ocean open up, is kind of talk about that line and talking about the future of the city with two more casinos coming in. But, uh, right. but I mean, Dyfik doesn't have to care about if his modest success hurts the uh, other modest. Success. Sure. But we, <laughs> we are Atlantic city podcasters. Right. So we, we have to care about it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I, it, it's interesting. I mean, cause not having the debt is a big deal. I mean, a, you know, Taj Mahal basically, like he basically had bondholders knocking on the door, uh, 
from the second it opened. Like they had to just do gangbusters to avoid defaulting. And they did like they did do gangbusters until eventually they did, you know, go bankrupt. But, uh, <laughs> but it was years in. Um, so, you know, they shouldn't have that threat, you know, obviously they have to make enough to cover their overhead uh, and pay their employees and all that stuff. But, you know, they're, they don't have to worry about like, oh, we're going to default on our debt in the first two months of this thing being open. Uh, anything else on Ocean? I think it's a reasonable time just to mention right now uh, the Jose Garces, I guess, company has oh, yeah. declared bankruptcy. Um, so they ended up selling off all of their restaurants to Ballard Brands, and they are saying that everything's going to operate as normal. So... Uh, we think that that means like Alan, Baralan, Okacha should be okay. We don't know exactly what it's going to mean for Amada and Ocean, but yeah. I suspect more will come out about that soon, hopefully. Right. Yeah. So who knows? I mean, certainly this Ballard Brands could say, like, well, let's pull the plug on this, you know, starting up a new restaurant thing. But uh, yeah, hopefully, you know, no real changes that will, will be noticed at Alan, Okacha. Barolan, but I don't know. I mean, it'll be interesting to see if anything happens there, but uh, certainly not, probably not news that Ocean likes to see when they're expecting them to to open, but I'm going to guess that they have way more information than we have, and, and we'll, you know, like you said, we'll hear more news in the future. Uh, should we get into settling our bet? Yeah, I mean, I, I think there's a couple wrap-up points that we can make. So, obviously, Craig and I had a bet on which was going to open first, Hard Rock or Ocean. Uh, it looks like right now they're opening the same day, uh, which I assume is going to actually happen. So, we've decided that we're going to go down to the hour and down to the minute, if necessary, to see which opens up first. Um, so, I don't know. Yeah, no, no pushes here. There will be no yeah. pushes. I mean, if they really both just open at midnight or something on that day, I think we have to push. But So except that, you know, there's the announced time and there's the actual time. I mean, my guess is that they're going to open at night, right? Uh-huh. Like, you I know, don't know. In the evening or at night. I don't think it's going to be like noon. But, Could be. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see. I mean, uh, I think we hashed this out on Twitter and in the ideal scenario, we would both be able to get to Atlantic city on the 28th and you would stand in line at hard rock and I would stand in line at ocean and whoever was inside first, you know, like, I don't know, take a picture and tweet it inside and whoever's timestamp is earliest wins the bet. Uh, I don't know if logistics are going to work out for that for a bunch of reasons. One of which being it's a Thursday, uh, but I mean, that would be the coolest way to do it. So I don't know. We'll see if we can make that happen. Well, let's, let's talk about that a little bit. Um, because I am, I know we've talked about this a bit on, on G chat. I am going to try to make it up to Atlantic city on the 28th, probably just for only one night, uh, Thursday, the 28th. And I'd be leaving kind of early on Friday, the 29th, but, I'm going to try to make it happen just to see the opening or walk through these two casinos and just be able to see them on opening day, I think would be really cool. So yeah. I'm going to definitely try to do it. I know for you, it's 
a bit harder. Um, do you have any idea of what the odds are that it happens? Mm. Low? Yeah, maybe like, I don't know, between 10 and 20%. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, so that's not... It's fairly low, low, but not not impossible. Yeah. I mean, to me, it's just been so exciting to read about both properties. Like, I really want to be able to make it because, you know, having listened to Vegas Tripping and 88 Days to Macau and their excitement about these new properties that opened. (laughs) And, you know, since we started this, we haven't had that. And really, you know, we basically, since I started going, have only had Revel, which kind of opened with a, you know, with a whimper, with not much marketing or excitement. Uh I don't. I don't think either of us even went until months into its opening, and I think even when that, I think we had been to Atlantic City a couple of times while it was open and just didn't bother to go. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I can't remember back that far, but it's it's definitely possible. Uh, so yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited to just go check this stuff out. You know, especially having been able to follow it so closely. But you know, I expect a lot of people share that view also. Like a lot of people who are listeners to the show are just really excited to have some new blood. And I, and one of the things I've really wondered about the uh, the decline in revenue in the early part of the year in terms of, like, the gambling take that the casinos have seen in Atlantic City is, like, is it just casino fatigue? Like, is it just fatigue of the current inventory, of the fact that, you know, there's only seven casinos now, there's only four on the boardwalk. Like, if you've been going to Caesars for the past five or ten years it hasn't changed much in that time valleys you know they've done the wild wild west stuff they did a sort of reconfiguration of the casino floor it still feels the same to me as it feel as it felt when i first started going there so you know i don't i don't get super excited about like yeah i'm going to caesar's even though i like the property like you know i've done the stuff that i'm going to do it's just going to do the same stuff over and over again so i can i can understand why people would be making fewer trips because there's like less new stuff to get excited about uh, so now here's like two big things that are going to be new and interesting and exciting to go check out. So I think that a lot of people are feeling that at least, you know, a lot of people that we interact with in Facebook and on Twitter and that kind of stuff. So that's sort of where my excitement goes. I think I've totally, you know, gone <laughs> off the rails into a totally different point. Uh, I, I just want to say um, it's a totally weak thing to say, and I couldn't disagree more. I am always excited, even when I'm going to Bally's. Just, Even if it's Bally's, just because I love going to AC. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited, but I'm not, like, you know, amped up about the, like, th- that it is Caesars, you know? I don't understand up, how you could I'm excited that it's Atlantic City. The park place in your mind and just not be amped, Craig. That's a good point. Like, you're like, you can go to uh, Johnny Rockets, you can... Yeah, that's a good, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Get some real deal barbecue right here on the boardwalk. Yeah, that's Wild Wild West. That's actually nice. It's not <laughs> the crap hole that is the park place. Yeah. So I, I guess speaking of dates, you know, I mentioned I'm, I'm going to try to come up on the 28th. Uh, but we are both confirmed, I think, oh, yeah. going to be in Atlantic City uh, from August 2nd to 4th. Is that right? Or are you only confirmed for the one night? I'm only confirmed for the third, second. Mm-hmm. See, I'm optimistic. About the second. I am booked both nights. I'm booked the third. So I booked the free room with my diamond status at uh, Hard Rock. It was very easy. Just called him up and said, hey, I see this tier match. Uh, You give them your name. Uh, They said, basically, make sure you bring a card with an expiration date on it that is in the future, like a diamond card, or else we will charge you whatever the prevailing rate is for the room. I have a question. 
I have a card that was gotten fairly recently at one of the Atlantic City casinos that does not have an expiration date on it. I would think that they would not accept it, but I'm not sure. I mean, I just, I, I don't know if this casino still does not put expiration dates on their cards or not. <laughs> yeah. But the one I have, which was, again, obtained not that uh, long ago, does not have an expiration date on it. Right. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe that's a way to gain the system. Who knows? Yeah. The risk, of course, is that you go and then they charge you $500 right. for your room. Yeah. No. I mean, I'm, I don't think I'm going to risk it, but... Uh, but I, I mean, just don't know how they're going to handle cards from that property. If I, I, I don't know if they have expiration dates on them now or not. Yeah. Um, but it's a, I mean, for me, a Friday night in August, free. Like I couldn't get that at Caesars. I would probably mm-hmm. be paying two hundred bucks or more at Caesars for, for, on a Friday night. So, uh, so where where did you book on Thursday night? <laughs> so Thursday night, I'm booked in the Bally's Garden Tower. Oh, that's right. Yes. <laughs> With you as my companion, because I couldn't get it for free otherwise. Yeah, that's fine. I, I'll be able to get other rooms for those two nights as well. Yeah, it's just just so people know on the podcast, me and Craig have never stayed in the Garden Tower before, and so we've it's always been this white whale for us. Because if you don't know about the Garden Tower, it is on top of the parking garage at Valleys, and it just looks totally ridiculous from the outside. So. Yeah, I've I heard think the rooms are supposed to be okay. Yes, right? people like the rooms. They're the it's got to be better than Bally's Tower. Yeah, uh, it's a little dark, I think, in them because everything faces in. Well, not everything, but lots of them face in to the center of the parking garage, <laughs> which I guess they've built like a little atrium on the top of, so that it, right. like, like yeah, oh, it's, it's like the garden, it's space. a garden. Yeah, um, but it's totally like tacked onto the top of the of the garden of the of the garden of the parking garage. At Bally's, so that's currently where I'm booked. Um, oh, so hopefully, good. I will get to use it, but we'll see. So, I mean, at the very least, we have a trip booked, and it's now what probably two and a half months away. Oh, it's still yeah. so far. It's it's pretty far. We need to make but, this uh, June 28th thing happen. I'm I'm optimistic, at least for me, getting there June 28th. I think I should be able to swing it. Yeah, I'm I'm. I'm less optimistic, but I... It's only one night during the week. Come on, what's holding you back? I mean, I guess the question is, how how much effort am I willing to put in? Like, if it comes down to it, am I willing to drive down and drive back on the same day? Yeah. Yeah, it might be worth it. Come on, man, I did that in December. It's true. I had a one-month-old at home, drove up for just a day trip. Uh, so any, any, did you check the calendar, the entertainment calendar, August 2nd and and 3rd? I sure didn't, but I see that you did. (laughs) So there's, there's nothing right now at Hard Rock on the 3rd, or at least there wasn't when I checked uh, right after I booked, uh, the 4th. So I don't, I doubt I'll be staying in like late into the night of the 4th. So that makes it kind of tough, but there, you know, there is Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes playing, which I like. So, you know, I live in Jersey now. I have to listen to Jersey music. The other thing is that they just announced that there will be HBO televised boxing on August 4th at the Edis Arena at Hard Rock, and that is Sergey Kovalev versus Alader Alvarez. Uh, so that's cool because, you know, boxing, as we mentioned in the past, has kind of disappeared from the landscape in Atlantic City, so it's cool to see them get, uh, you know, a live nationally televised, well, HBO paid super premium cable televised fight. Um which, you know, again, 
if I was going to stay late enough, like that would be something I would be seriously interested in, but there's pretty much no way I'm going to be there late enough to, to see that. Yep. I would love that too, but I will be leaving. I am positive in the morning or early afternoon on yeah. Saturday. So yeah, I could potentially stay into the evening, but I, there's just no way I'm staying for like a concert at eight o'clock or a fight. That's probably not going to start until like what? 11, 11. <laughs> yeah. probably. Yeah. This is not going to happen. Uh, but uh, so I'm super excited to have, have rooms booked and, and, go check out these places. Yeah, should be should be great. And I guess that if I'm really going to do the 28th, I need to finalize that and get a room booked sooner rather than later. I expect it will be a fairly busy weekend in Atlantic City. Yeah. And even though it's just a Thursday night, it probably would behoove me to try to get something booked sooner rather than later. Yeah, I think last time I checked, the rates at Total Awards were not too bad. Like I think I was getting in the 50s mm-hmm. at Caesars and... Bally's, uh, okay. or Bally's in here. Oh, that's, that's good. So yeah, I should be fine. Good. Cause I, in theory should have comps at resorts and drop resorts true. obviously would be the premium place for me to stay. So, yeah. So, you know, when we did our casino draft and I picked the <laughs> resorts location, all of a sudden it's looking pretty good scoreboard for that weekend. Anyway, <laughs> I mean, if you honestly, like if you're not staying in hard rock or ocean, on right. the 28th, 29th, like resorts is the place to stay, right? It'll be great. It'll be interesting to see how, what, it, what this means for resorts. Like, are people going to, are a bunch of people going to stay at resorts who are going to concerts at Hard Rock? It's possible. Uh, so we need to settle our ocean bet. We need to try to get there on the 28th to settle yeah. our, our Hard Rock. We can ocean settle bet. our ocean bet on the 28th. That's true. If we're both there. So the funny thing about this is you bet on Hard Rock opening first, and I bet on Ocean opening first. So so according to these made-up rules of ours, you would be standing in line for Hard Rock, and I would That's be right. standing in line for Ocean. But I've said I'm more excited for Hard Rock, and you're more excited for Ocean. So we'd be standing in line for the thing that we're less excited for, to like well, be the first one. <laughs> at this point, I think I I'm, I'm probably would be standing in line for the thing I'm more excited for. Oh, uh, wow. Okay. I'll Man. be hanging at Top Golf, eating cereal from Cereal Town. <laughs> you are pretty excited for Cereal Town. I am. Yeah, I'm very. excited I got for that Cereal from Town. the Twitter. I hope that it's like completely off the walls, like over the top decorated, and doesn't just look like they set up a bunch of those cylinders with cereal, and they're like, "Come in and give us, you know, whatever, some flat rate, and eat all the cereal," like. I don't know, just totally tacked on terribleness. I can't imagine they would do that to me personally. They wouldn't they wouldn't do that. It wouldn't hurt me like that. All are right. We, so done with news wanna, on Hard Rock I, th- I think we're done on Hard Rock Ocean. We can just kind of blow through a few more things. Uh, I guess the other piece of fairly major news that came out in the last couple weeks were was that uh Tropicana sold it to El Dorado. Um which is, or I guess Carl Icahn sold to El Dorado, right? Yeah, El Dorado Gaming, uh, El Dorado mm-hmm. Resorts, uh, which which is a company that has casinos all around the company or the country, right? Yeah, so I think uh, and right now they have nineteen Caribbean, right? Nineteen properties, yeah. So mm-hmm. you know, like Colorado, Florida, Iowa, like random places, not mm-hmm. like. Uh, not what you Vegas. think of like Vegas and Atlantic right. City, although this will give them an Atlantic City. Uh, so, you know, Farmington, Pennsylvania, if you've been to the Lady Luck Casino, is uh, El Dorado. They've got several things in Reno. So if you've been to Reno, you might have been to one. 
so you know this is not like a, one of the big companies but it is a you know they've got multiple resorts right uh, so I, I guess the major question coming out of it is something we've always pushed on the podcast and which I think is, well, which I take to be true. Other people might complain or say that that hasn't been their experience is that Tropicana traditionally, it's not a place that me or Craig love to play, or at least that I do not love to play at. I don't especially like playing there. But it has been the place that's been the easiest to get room comps in particular. Uh, I think their other comps are okay now. They're good, not great. But their room comps are really fantastic. I think I'm still set up for seven-day-a-week comps even in June at TROP, which is pretty crazy considering the amount of play I've put in there. Yeah, the reputation um, is definitely you know in the everything AC group even. Uh, but uh, is the easiest comp room in, in AC. Right, so... David Walters in our Facebook group actually listened to the earnings call where they announced all of this. And something that kind of jumped out for all of us is that they very specifically said that Tropicana after this will not be as comp friendly as they have been in the past, uh, which I think is a, a bit unfortunate. And thanks to David for listening to the conference call and letting all the people in the group know. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about from this? Yeah. I mean, uh- the fact that they specifically mentioned that they want to cut promotional spend and specifically mentioned midweek business, like they don't want to spend so much on, you know, because, you know, all the AC casinos give away a ton of rooms in the middle of the week because they can't fill the space. And it seems like Eldorado is basically just saying, you know, we're going to be fine being a weekend place, being a two night town. And if it's empty in the middle of the week, then it's empty. We're not going to give away a bunch of rooms. It seems so counterintuitive and so against everything that sort of makes AC tick and make a casino town what it is. But uh, that's very disappointing. Certainly if, if people have been taking advantage of Tropicana's comps, they're very generous comps. Uh, it's disappointing, but uh, it will put Tropicana in El Dorado's single players club. They'll apparently have 26 properties when all is said and done. Um, so I don't know. I, it's, it's interesting because Trop has been making such major gains right in terms of revenue they've done a bunch of updates they've done they've renovated every tower uh the rooms in every tower in in the property and it really seems like it's paid off and now to basically say like hey let's go the other direction with that like let's stop comping people uh just as two new properties come in right and and inflate the room inventory in the city by a ton um by like you know more than 3000 rooms just seems insane so we'll see We'll see how that works out for them. It's a bold strategy. We'll see how it works out for them. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. Um, I, I think I'm a little more quick to believe when a company says that things are going to actively get worse under them than they have been with the previous administration. <laughs> but like, even then, I just want to see it change before I say that, yeah, it's definitely going to happen. Yeah. Woof. Yeah. Who Who's like, you know what? screw you <laughs> we're coming for you <laughs> it's, it's kind of odd but uh, um, i mean but i mean these calls are for investors they're not for gamblers right like, yeah no they, they're trying I mean, to say yeah this look, is, this they is need strategy. to talk about why it's going to be better for their bottom line and yeah giving away stuff for free is well and gambling is a little bit different but 
I think that the last 10 years have shown that there are better things to do to help the bottom line out than giving away a lot of free brooms. So, I mean, obviously with everything, all the resort fees stuff and everything else that's happened and the growth of non-gaming revenue, uh, casinos are moving away from that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they're saying... I guess they said on the earnings call they expect to be more profitable despite lower room turnovers. So we'll see if that works out. It's, uh, I mean, it's, it's not a totally you know, ridiculous notion. I mean, it's just the other thing is they're saying this right when however many thousands of rooms are about to come on the market at the same time, too. So we'll, we'll see. Yeah, I'm, I th- I'm not sold that it's actually going to change. Yeah, the timing is bad. That's the, that's the biggest thing for me. Like, if they had announced this six months ago, I'd be like, okay, or a year ago. But so my wild speculation is that this fall there is just going to be free rooms at any casino that you want. Yeah, sure. Not I in mean, the summer, but by the time fall hits, I think it's going to be free rooms for everyone. Looking back, yeah. like two thousand eight, two thousand nine, when oh, you just man. get a room any night. Nothing yeah. was like the old the old Hilton in terms of just not gambling and getting free rooms that even, will never come. Back, I think even before the recession, right? They were. So- <laughs> oh, yeah, it was crazy. It was amazing. I mean, I've talked about it on the podcast before, but you know, that's like, I, I could get weekend comps at the Hilton betting, you know, play for playing $5 blackjack for a couple hours or whatever. I mean, it was, it, it will never be like that again. Yeah. But uh, I don't think it's going to be too far away this fall and this winter. It's going to because there's so many new rooms coming on the market. Yeah, I don't think this summer you're going to see no prices go down. I mean, summer is always so expensive in AC, and they're right. You know, and there's going to be a lot of hype. Always booked at capacity. Yeah, and there's going to be a ton of hype. There's going to be a bunch of you know big name acts playing at Hard Rock. They're going to. But I don't think one. there's going to be any hype in October or whatever. Right. Um, so what you know other other news. Bill's Bar and Burger is open at Golden Nugget. Yeah, it's op- it's open at the Nugget. I think so. When I was there in March, I think it looked like it was going to be opening very shortly after yeah. I left. So it is open. Yeah, I don't know much about how it looks or if we it's as good as liked it, was it a lot at Eras though. So yeah. we were fans. That's good. A uh, bit of state takeover news, which I don't really want to talk about too much because I don't think we're really the experts on that. Probably listen to. Uh, the AC story to get yeah. a bit more about this, but uh, the new governor of New Jersey, it, it was a little bit unclear for a while what exactly was going to happen with well, Atlantic City. Still unclear what the... exactly is going to happen. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> but it seems like he's moving in the direction of giving the city a bit more control over its operations. I guess uh, the. Jeff uh, Chiseo's law firm, who uh, was running the city under Chris Christie, has gotten the boot. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's Jeff Chiesa. It's the Chiesa, weirdest. Yeah, it's, it's very strange. But yeah, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, so he's yeah he's out. He was some Christie ally who was getting paid right. you know a lot of money, which was a big part of the news about the state takeover. I think yeah, you know, yeah I think that's very fair to say. Uh, so they're out. And it seems like the indication right now is that the state's going to stop pouring over every, like, budget decision that the city makes. But, you know, they're not actually ending this oversight, and it seems like it may not end for years. 
<laughs> right. Everybody's being very noncommittal, which is not really surprising. Right. Uh, so it all it seems kind of vague. I'll link to an article um, about the Jeff Keyesa news, but there's not really a whole lot of specifics beyond that actual like concrete news. Um, is there anything else that we should talk about news wise? Um, I think that was most of the really major stuff. And I mean, there's a couple more things on here, but I think we can save them for the next episode to try to keep this one fairly tidy. Is there anything else you want to talk about? So I had a question that I wanted to bring up during the hard rock ocean conversation, (laughs) but I'll I'll shoehorn it in now. Sure. Uh, so I was thinking about this because of the, the entertainment calendar at hard rock. Is it possible that Hard Rock this year, especially because of all of the hype and the fact that they're going out of their way to bring in entertainment midweek, could they have a gambling revenue month higher than Borgata before the end of the year? So if you'd asked me this in like January, February... I would have just laughed at you. I mean, I would have thought this is like the most ridiculous question I've ever heard in my life. That's what I was expecting. But I just don't know. I have no idea. I don't know what the expectations should be. I I still think like if you made me bet one way or the other, I'd say no. Yeah, I'd still say no. But the calendar is so aggressive. Like the entertainment calendar is so packed. It's insane. Uh, it does seem like they're sparing no expense to try to draw people in. And I just don't know. I mean, I can't rule it out. Yeah. It's, I mean, there's, there's a lot of questions there, you know, are, are the people who are coming to concerts gamblers? And like, well, so here's the other thing too, right? Is like, are they going to do it this summer? Like almost certainly not. Right. I think I can't, but like, what about in like November when there's still, having shows all the time and stuff and Borgata is just, you know, coasting through because they're Borgata and that's what they do. And it's off season. Like who's to say they couldn't have a better month sometime than, than Borgata. I mean, I I just don't know. I mean, I think it's going to be a lot more clear after the first couple months of revenue numbers are out with the two new casinos in the market, but I, I don't think it's impossible. Yeah, I, I I mean, I think everything has to go right for Hard Rock in that, you know, you get a ton of people at all these concerts. They're really selling well. Those people also do some gambling. You get Hard Rock and Ocean drawing people away from the marina and drawing some interest away from the marina. Um, and then there's just the general sort of revenue decline that's already started, it seems like, at the remaining Atlantic City casinos at the start of the year. Like it does seem like sort of the setup is not does not make that impossible. But it was just a funny thing that popped into my head one day. I was sitting at work and I was like, "Wow, this schedule is crazy!" Like they're gonna get they're gonna have like decent room fill rates on Tuesday, Wednesday nights, which is just gonna be crazy in like October. Uh, but it'll be interesting to see once those numbers start coming out. I mean, if it's bad though. The flip side of that is it's gonna be real bad, right? <laughs> like if they're still yeah. really aggressive with this calendar and and not filling the place and not doing well in gambling revenue, that's gonna be rough. I mean, uh, there is certainly the possibility that they could just hemorrhage money if it does not work out the way they think it's going to. I think they're going to be successful. That's kind of my wild prediction, just not knowing 
you know, obviously not having the data points yet. Um, I would be surprised if it really bombed, but I mean, I don't know. 2018 has been a bad year so far for Atlantic yeah. City, so it's not out of the realm of possibility. And who knows? We won't aren't going to learn until really until I guess like Q3 profit results come out, like how much they're actually spending to bring all these acts in. Like we don't know what their break even number is really going to be in terms of the gaming revenue. Right, and is it and is it that they're doing these concerts in the typical casino way where like, you know, like, they're comping a ton say, of tickets or are they making money on the concerts themselves? Like, what do you think? I mean, I, I suspect if they're not a solid number two, at least in the market, like that's probably a big failure for them. Right. Yeah. I mean, they've, that's my guess. Yeah. I mean, I think they've got to like, get, if to they're trop not numbers. beating Caesars, Trop, Harris, like pretty decently. Like, I don't think that means they're not i think that means they're not doing especially well yeah i think if they're in the trop range that's probably not terrible for them if they're getting a bunch of non-gaming revenue right it, it but just, that's second right <laughs> it depends i i guess it, it all depends uh, we'll we'll learn a lot more when it comes out yeah but it's fun to speculate that's why i wanted to ask the question what do you think ocean's gonna be where are they gonna be in the i'm terrified i think they're gonna be I think they'll be better than Revel, but I think they'll, they're going to be. I mean, Revel had like some bad months. Revel had like some eight million dollar months or something, right? I mean, to me, that that just can't happen. Like, I mean, that I just, does that does not happen anymore. Period. In twenty eighteen AC, it, it is not twenty fourteen, twenty fifteen AC anymore. Luckily, but to me, like even if they're you know even if they're coming in like just above resorts in Golden Nugget right yeah, like that's bad that's terrible because it's a huge property in a huge casino like you have to make more money than that right like you can't have this giant property that's not doing more than you know 15 60 15 million dollars a, a month in gaming revenue like they need to get into the 20s and i don't know if that's going to happen like i i'm not confident saying that they're going to come in in the summer and make 20 million dollars a month in gaming revenue which is bad it's bad <laughs> uh yeah i'm nervous about it Oh, I think they could, you know, they could if they, if they get the market, everything comes out right. I mean, yeah. they, like I said, if I think if everything comes out right, right now, I think ocean will be a modest success. Right. And that's like, not a good upside. Nope. Given that I think if everything comes out wrong, it's going to be just a complete failure, like a total disaster dumpster fire. Yeah, I mean, and what that would, I mean, we talked about the lack of debt, but so what a complete disaster dumpster fire would probably look like is just shit closes and, you know, they're laying off people and, you know, even if the casino closes, well, even if the casino is open and you can still book a room, they're just going to like not be many restaurants, not be any entertainment, you know, maybe there's not as many clubs and stuff like that. And who knows, maybe they're going to take more of a long-term stance on this, but or like stuff you can only seasonal. do that if you're like being like reasonably successful before that right right yeah i mean if you get to a point where you can't you know cut your expenditures enough that you are profitable you have to close right like there's just <laughs> because there's no road to success anymore uh but yeah I, yeah I don't know. hopefully that doesn't uh-huh. that doesn't happen all right so I, I think to kind of sum up we're both optimistic about hard rock and pessimistic about ocean is that is that fair yeah but we're which is weird because we're both i mean i'm like more excited about ocean than i was 
a month ago when we talked, like knowing more of their plans, I'm more excited about those things. I, so I, I hate I'm, ending I'm, like so down on it. I'm less excited because we're hearing about plans. CNN. Like we're hearing specifics of like X thing is going to go in Y space and stuff like that. But I'm not hearing what's going to be different. I'm not hearing how they're going to bring people in. Yeah. And that's, that's the big thing. Like show me, show me what your crazy tier match scheme is going to be to get people in the door and show right. me what the marketing is. Like show me what the, one thing that you're going to do to get into everybody's minds and be like, get people to say like, Hey, I need to try it. Like get out awareness, get people to come try it. Like we haven't seen that yet. And even their social media is not that active. <laughs> right. Oh, well, we'll see. Is there anything else you want to talk about or should we shut it down? Yeah, we can wrap it up. It's kind of a just downer. like ocean. Oh, boo. Boo. <laughs> We need we need to talk about not. something upbeat. I yeah, I do hope that they're a success and I, I, I think there is a chance that they end up being successful. But I mean the thing again, that that's I, not when that's like what you can say optimistically about it is that you think it's possible that it's a success. I mean the thing that makes me up more optimistic long term is that I think they have a much longer runway than right. than Revel. I, I do, and they have, you know, experienced people in charge and so that that is a reason for optimism. But Beyond we'll, that, I haven't seen a whole lot. We'll find it. we'll find out a lot, I think, when we start to see what the design is going to look like for that, like entryway where the elevators are and steps and that stuff. If it's just like a t- total tack on job, like we put up some plexiglass on the uh, escalators and we tore down the wall and put up some concrete steps and that's it. Like we're gonna be, I think it's gonna make me very nervous <laughs> if there's something that is you know, feels like a significant change, then I'll be like, oh, okay, they're really actually, you know, making a go at this. But again, Top Golf, that's making a go. Top Golf, Cereal Town. <laughs> Cereal Town. <laughs> I'm going to go eat some Captain Crunch. I want to go eat some Captain Crunch that you can only get in like Bangladesh. I I promise you, I, I do have one promise for you, Craig, that I feel is a lock. And that is you are going to be disappointed by Serial Town. Oh, I hate you so much for this. You know that's true. Because I've got, I'm so psyched up about You've it. you built yeah. it up so yeah. much to yourself. It's true. It's not going to be like walking into Willy Wonka's cereal factory. Yeah. That's, that's, and that's exactly what you think it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is what I think it's going to be. Oh, I yeah. want to be serenaded by the captain and Toucan Sam. <laughs> When I walk in, Tony the Tiger. It's just not going to happen. No. All right. So if you want to reach out to us or any of the other people in our Facebook group, uh, you can do so at facebook.com slash group slash do for a win. Find all of our content at do for a win.com. Find our podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, and probably not YouTube. Uh, reach out to Craig on Twitter at do for a win or send him emails at do for a win at gmail.com. You answer our emails, Craig? Yeah, I answered it. First, first ever emailer, Steve. I only took 12 days to get back to him because I was oh. back in the office and dealing with my mountain of emails. Nice. But, so Steve reached back out to us? Yeah. That's great. Uh, it'd be cool if he could make it one of the 28th or the 2nd. Yes. Anyways, thank you guys very much for listening, and thanks a lot for bearing with our complete 
lack of episodes. Uh, hopefully, most of you are still here, subscribed, even though we haven't been the most prolific. And uh, hopefully, we are going to get back to normal now and start to get back to every couple weeks or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, we will hopefully talk to you guys before the end of May to get our second podcast of the month out. Uh, have a good one. Serial Town. Oh, good job. I'm glad that someone on the call is a professional. Mm, barely. Barely. Really, we're both amateurs in that there's no money being. That's true. Answer. But it's good because we haven't lost our eligibility. That's true. We can podcast in the Olympics. I think That's we've true. made this joke before. I think you specifically made this joke before. I have no recollection of that. But Well, my joke now. Patented, <laughs> trademarked, Craig Stone, 2018. Done.